This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the World Championships on the Big Island. You're listening to the Kona Edge. Don't forget, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd love it if you left us a review or a rating on iTunes. It just helps us uh, get in front of more athletes just like you around the world. The, the numbers uh, of the podcasts are growing fantastically. So uh, if you wouldn't mind just taking two minutes and doing that, we head back to uh, to Norway now to catch up with uh, an incredible athlete, Lars Better Stromo. Welcome onto the podcast uh, once again, Lars Better. Nice to catch up. Thank you. Thank you. I was better running. Uh, I mean, coming from a strong cycling background, uh, your run isn't half bad as a as a, a cyclist. I must say, you you're pretty good at it. Yeah, actually, that's the part I'm doing best in now in competitions. <laughs> it's uh, riding pretty fast and then uh, running damn fast uh, afterwards. So that's. Uh where I can uh, do my best races, actually. It's interesting you say that because the run, and as good as the run you can have, is actually set up on the bike. I mean, if you go too hard on yeah. the bike, and, and you, you learned that in Kona 2016, it's, uh, it's, yeah. uh, the success on your run comes on what you do in the bike. Yeah, it does. And uh, my best races has been earlier with Norseman and then the Ironman Nice. And both those races, I have 30Ks very easy at the end of the bike. And that makes the transition to run much easier. Uh, on Kona, you don't have that. You have a very hard last 20, 30 Ks. And that puts a lot of strain on your legs. And uh, you have to be prepared for that on the run. And uh, yeah, that's what I didn't take into account this year, I think. As far as things you've done to improve your run performance over the years, what are some of the things that you think has, has, has given you the best and biggest gains? Um, I run a lot of intervals because doing all the training in all the disciplines and working full time, I don't have that much time. So I'm running 30 to 50 Ks a week, maybe. So it's not a lot of running, but uh, I th- I feel like the speed sessions, uh, high speed flat sessions has really helped my stride. Uh, a lot of uh, 10 times, 1,000 meters and things like that. And uh, that's the best sessions for me that has helped me to get a good stride and uh, run economically and uh, get set a good pace on the run. I find it interesting because those numbers from a volume perspective aren't high at all. Do you, do you think that's been a, <laughs> a, a benefit to you that you haven't overdone it on, on the run? Because I think a lot of triathletes think they need to be doing massive volume on the run, but they just then fatigued yeah. all the time. And if you pull it back slightly, you, you don't have that. Yeah, I, I don't have that many run sessions, but I had doesn't have I haven't had any injuries for, for now, and then I also can get very good quality on the few sessions that I do, and I think that's more important to get good quality than to get a lot of kilometers into my legs, because that I don't have time for when I'm working full time and doing biking and doing swimming, so I rather run less but with a higher quality on each uh, session i think that's great advice as far as workouts you love doing what what do you love doing on the run uh, i actually like really hard intervals flat like thousand meters 10 times thousand and a start pretty uh, decent pace like a threshold pace and then increasing so the last one is the fastest one i think that's a good uh, rule to have that uh, you also always can end the last intervals as the best interval and i think that's the best interval i can do and it helps me a lot to get a good uh, stride 
I'm starting to think that in order to perform really well on on the Big Island and in in other triathlons, is you you, you need to have, be a bit of a masochist. You you you've got to embrace pain and and like the really tough sessions. Do you think that's important? Yeah. The the harder they are, the the more you love them. Yeah, I feel that because uh, if you if you go into a little a little bit of extreme session and really looking forward to the hard sessions, I think that will help you also in the competitions because I. Uh, I really like the hard sessions and I look forward to the hard sessions. And if I'm a bit demotivated or a bit tired and I'm not sure what I'm, what I want to train the next couple of days, I rather plan a hard extreme session because that motivates me more than just the easy ride or easy run. And let's talk about the mental aspect of, of the run. And, and obviously as a, a multiple winner of, of, of the Norseman, that yeah. is, as you said, is, is very mental, particularly the last half of that run. What do you, yeah. do you have any strategies to, to deal with? I mean, we all go through tough patches where we're in that dark place. I mean, you mentioned in Kona where you, you hit rock bottom, where you hit the wall. How do you get yourself yeah. out of those to keep going and keep pushing? Uh, I spend a lot of time visualizing and thinking about because I know the hard parts will come and I know we will, the, uh, you, I will get there and then I just need to get a word or something to focus on till I get out of that zone again because you know you will get there but you know also that you can get out of it so it just prepare mentally for what you are going to think when that happens and also setting really short short goals just next turn next kilometers just always think just one kilometer ahead never think of the goal before you're there that that's vital particularly in a race like like the norseman where you're going straight up for for the last bit uh how do you deal yeah. with with those conditions i mean kona's it gets hot it's it's that sort of thing norseman it can get brutally cold up there that, that is that a mental thing or is that a physical thing on the run i think yeah, the cold is a bit. Uh, f- I think it's more physically actually, because if you if you're always on the um, uh, aggressive part and you're always chasing, uh, you don't get or you don't don't feel that cold. But if you get the defensive and you you start to feel bad, then you get more cold as well. So you have to always attack, attack all the time. And uh, on the last climb up, uh, the short goals are very very short. I think I. I set my goal four meters in front of me and then I count four steps and that uh, is pretty much what I do the last two hours. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And that's what I do in for two hours just to get forward. That's incredible. Well, Lars Petter, thank you so much for joining us here on the Cone Edge today. Much appreciated. I look forward to chatting about your nutrition next time. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Cone Edge. Run like the wind. Our next free online running seminar is happening soon. Sign up now on the KonaEdge.com slash running seminar.